motivational dreams. I got them. I don't want to be smoked. The whole has a lot of them. I got sick flows and them bars for days. I got them. If it ain't my profit, I ain't worried about it. But now I got big goals, motivational dreams. I Welcome back to Conversations with a Fit Fat Chick. Today, what we're going to talk about is goal setting. For me, I set two types of goals. I have physical goals in which I'm trying to complete a challenge, whether it's a bike ride, a run, a climb, a number of burpees, or it's a weight loss goal. When I first started my journey, I was 260, 270 pounds, as we've discussed, and my first goal was to get to Wonderland. Many of you that have been my size or larger, you know what Wonderland is. There are going to be a lot of you that listen that have no idea what Wonderland is. Well, what it is, is when you reach a number, a weight, that starts with the number one. 199.9 will do. You don't care. You don't care if it's 199.8, 199.999. The fact that your weight is now starting with a one is an amazing space that you've never been in. For me, it was a space I hadn't been in since high school. Sometime during my senior year, when my weight started to climb, I lost the one in front of my number of my weight by the time I was six months out of high school. So when I first started my journey, that was my goal, Wonderland. I didn't set a specific time because I had no idea what it was going to take. I didn't know really what I had in me. It was probably a good idea. Because a lot of times when we start jumping into these journeys, we say, I want to lose 10 pounds in one week. And we get so defeated because we didn't make it in that one week that we never even thought about the fact that these goals that we're setting can be impossible. You should try to reach goals that are hard to get to. You should try to do things that are hard. But making them impossible just sets you up for failure. So when I first started my journey, I really didn't know anything about physical goals. As I've said, I started eating right. I started working out a little bit. I walked. I rode my bike. I did little things and I started to slowly creep down the, the ladder of weight. Um, by the first six months, I probably dropped about 30 or 40 pounds, I would, say, I would say. I was still pretty far from my 199. I did actually, you know, reach it. It took me about a year to get to my first goal, so the 199. I did actually get down at that point down to 184 pounds, which I've said, but then I got pregnant and I had to start all over. Goals changed. How I got there had to change. So in weight loss journey number two, things were different this time. I had really been able to go through a journey in which I could learn a lot. I tried a different meal plans we talked about, I tried working out, found things that I like. I knew I liked to ride my bike. I knew that I didn't mind going to the gym. Weightlifting was never really my thing, but I knew how to actually set goals this time. I knew how to make those goals happen. So I told myself, health-wise, in a healthy way to lose weight, one to two pounds a week, four to eight pounds a month would be realistic. I should be able to lose this weight, hit certain weight goals by a certain time. This was something I hadn't done before. What I didn't realize is how exhausted I was as a new mom. I mean, honestly, when I first had Tatiana, I jumped to do things. I ran a 5K three weeks after having a C-section and having her. So I thought, here I am. I can do this. I can do anything. 
The problem was that I was also attempting to breastfeed her. She wasn't taking to it, so it was taking, feedings were taking two hours plus every day, all day. I was so tired. I was exhausted. So then when I got to the workouts, I could barely have energy to do anything. I would walk. I would try to lift. I would try to do anything. But I was just really tired, and I needed to recognize that this wasn't going to be how I thought it was going to be. I needed to give myself more structure. I needed to give myself more grace. And I needed to realize that I could set goals but they weren't going to be fulfilled the way that I thought that they were. The problem was that that grace period just became so long. I wasn't really fighting for it anymore. I let myself gain more weight. I wasn't losing weight. I was gaining weight. I wasn't fulfilling the commitments that I made to myself. Once my daughter started daycare, I met a really good friend of mine, Shauna. She was her daycare provider and the most amazing person. And she could see that I was trying I would drop Tatiana off in my workout clothes. I would go work out or try to before or after work, but I was so tired and I didn't really have a group motivation. So she asked me to come work out with her in her garage. A couple of moms would come over a few days a week and they would work out. And I thought that would be fun. And it was. It rejuvenated me. It brought me a passion. It brought me into a competitive spirit not against the other women that we worked out with, but with myself. I wanted to progress. I wanted to be able to do more burpees. I wanted to be able to run faster. I wanted to be able to do more squats and more and more. And we would write these workouts and we would attempt them and we would push every time. And because there were others cheering us on and we were cheering each other on, we could do more. And you could do more in a group atmosphere than you could do alone. Well, while working out, she also said, you know, I work out with these ladies and they um, go to a park and everybody works out circuit training. They do challenges and they do a weight loss challenge. Everybody pitches in a certain number amount of money. The person with the highest weight loss collects the money at the end of it. This sounds like me. It totally sparked something inside of me that I don't even think that I recognized at the time that I had. Such a competitive spirit. I put in my money, I showed up to my workouts, and I showed up, and I showed up, and I cut my food the way that it was supposed to. I was eating the macros I was supposed to. I was showing up every day, all day, and I won. There were probably about 50 girls in the challenge, and I won the percentage of my weight loss, and I won $1,200. There's this photo of me cheesing as big as can be, holding Tati on my hip at about seven months old, and at 204 pounds. I was so close. But after the challenge was over, it kind of just lackluster fell off. Our group workouts in the garage slowed down. Weather changed. Schedules changed. We just weren't really working out as much together. And little by little, the weight creaked on. I got back up to 225 pounds then 230 pounds, and I stayed there for a long time. This is where I struggled. I would tell myself to set goals. I would attempt the goals. And when I didn't hit these weight loss goals, I would backslide. And I became a yo-yo dieter. I would go up a few pounds, down a few pounds. I would lose 20 pounds. I would gain 10 pounds. And I continued on this process for about three years. 
Um, and that's when I, in 2018, found the Transform app and I signed up for it. And that is also when I found my next goal and my next competitive nature because Transform was doing the, uh, the Transform Classic Competition in which you would join this group, you would lose some weight, you would go on stage and be judged for the amount of weight that you had lost from the beginning of your transformation till the end of your, till where you were at that current moment. So for me, it was a competition with myself. It's what pushed me forward. So for the next three months leading up to the show, I lost another 30 pounds. Again, it, I was back down to 207 pounds. I was very excited. I felt so good in my skin. I was working out regularly. I was eating healthy. I had learned a lot more about carb cycling. I was hitting my macros. I learned and educated myself even more on macros. And I went out there. I placed in my category, in my division, because it was a competition. And I think by that time, I had began to see that what challenged me was not the number on the scale. I was being challenged by actual fitness goals. I wanted to hit these goals because there was a reward at the end. And the number, I just couldn't find the reward in the numbers. But I would try. I wanted to get to Wonderland again. So I was at 207 pounds. It took me three months to achieve that. But again, competition was over. I had my medal. I needed to find another thing to chase to get me there. I needed another competition to get me there. So I decided that I would go full-time with Bruce. And when he became my coach, he didn't ask me what I wanted for a goal number. He asked me if there was a physical thing that I would like to do that I was scared to attempt. And for me, it was to do a century ride. I told him that I loved riding my bike and I had read and seen a lot about century rides. And so that was something that I was interested in. And he said, okay, well, let's do it. Let's pick one, pick a race and let's do it. And so that's what I did. I found a race in Sonoma's wine country and it was going to be in September of 2018. They had um, a century ride, a hundred K and they actually had a hundred miles. But their 100-mile ride said that you should only do that if you had already done 100 miles because it actually has like the last 10 to 15 miles are up very steep into a geyser area. So if you had never done a century ride, you should attempt the um, 100K ride. So that's what I did. I chose the 100K ride. I made this choice in, I believe it was like May so I had like four months to get myself together. I knew that I needed to lose weight. I was probably already back up to 225, 230 pounds because again, I'm the super yo-yo, win it, lose it, weight girl. And so I said, you know what? I have to be more consistent. I need to be more consistent with my food. I need to be more consistent with my water. I wrote down my workouts. I made a plan. I told myself I'm going to ride bike on this day, this day, and this day. I'm going to make sure that I do walking or jogging on these days. I'm going to make sure that I lift weights at least three times per week. Because the last thing I want to do is ride my bike for 64 miles, which is approximately what 100K is, 
with 230 extra pounds sitting on this bike because I know how hard it is for me to ride 20 miles with this weight. So how was I going to do it with 230 pounds? And that's what I did. I showed up consistently. My competitive nature kicked in. I started riding every day. I started eating the food that I was supposed to do. I started checking in with my coach, making sure that I was following the plan. I told him when I made mistakes, we changed what I needed to do in order to not make those mistakes anymore. I drank my water. And for three months from June to September, I was on the money. And when I stepped on the scale the morning of my ride, I was 200.9 pounds. 200.9 pounds. Do you know what that means? I was not in Wonderland. I was upset. I was very upset. I mean, I had lost 30 pounds in three months. Like anybody should be happy about that. But I hadn't hit the weight goal that I set for myself. I told myself that by September 14th of 2018, I would be riding 64 miles and I would be 199 pounds. I was devastated. I told my husband that I was still racing but that he needed to bring that damn scale with him because by the time I was done with this ride, I was going to weigh 199 pounds. I hopped on my bike, which um, if you've ever heard this story, my husband always laughs because I showed up with a, a mountain bike that we put some street tires on and I had some regular gout shorts and I had on a Champ Within t-shirt, which was Bruce's program at the time. And on the back of it, it said, I'm a damn champion. It was a tank top. I had my helmet. I had one bottle of water. I had my phone. No GPS system. Just my phone. And my earbuds. And everyone there is wearing rider jerseys and riding shorts. And they are driving these fancy bikes. And he's like, you're such an embarrassment. I was like, shut up. I'm not here for this. I'm not here for the vanity. That's what he and I always joke about, the vanity. I'm here to ride 64 miles. And I hopped on my bike and I took off. And I'm very, I'm a very novice rider. I never looked at the course. I never checked the temperature. I never anything. I never looked to see where the stops were. I didn't have a backup battery to my phone. I didn't have a GPS system. I didn't have backup water. I didn't have any snacks for my 64 miles. I just got on my bike and I took off. And about five miles in, I got stung by a bee in the ear about... 20 plus miles in, maybe 30 miles, my phone died. Killed my water at about the halfway point, but they I did find there were rest stops. So I was able to refill my water. I was able to get a snack because I didn't bring any snacks. I also didn't realize there were so many hills. Tons of hills. Tons and tons of hills. I had no music because my phone died. And I I had to ride all these hills, so I'm at the bottom of a hill, and I'm riding it, and in my head, all I'm saying is, it's only a quarter of a mile. I can make it. It's a quarter of a mile. I got this. I got this. Well, what I didn't realize is I wasn't saying it in my head. I was saying it out loud, and another rider rode past me, and he said, you do have this. It is only a quarter of a mile, so I must have been saying it pretty loud. There were several riders who would ride past me and say, you are a damn champion. Look at her go. And I'm sure what they were looking at was that I was a, a girl riding a bike by herself, not part of a team, a mountain bike 
with a tank top on that said, I'm a damn champion. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was a mess to them, but I continued. I only had to walk my bike up one of those hills. Um, and it was because it was like a back to back to back. And by the third hill, my legs just said, broad, we ain't doing it. We ain't making it up this hill. So I pushed it up that hill and I got back on my bike and I took off. I got to an area where there were actual stores. I walked into a 7-Eleven and asked if I could please fill my water because I had no water. They allowed me to. I got back on my bike and I was only like three or four miles from the end. Again, I had no idea what this track looked like. I had no idea how far I'd gone. I come through the finish line and there's some of the greatest friends I have in the world with signs and my husband videoing and they're cheering and I hear the lady. I don't even think I heard the lady on the speaker. Um, I've seen the video later where she says, here she comes, oh my goodness, her shirt says that she's a damn champion on the back. I bet you that means something. And my husband videoed that moment that I crossed the finish line. And a lot of people have seen it, but I cry like a baby. This was the hardest thing physically like I had ever done. And I did it. I completed it. I set a goal and I completed it. The part that I actually left out was that in the morning before, I called Bruce in the morning and I told him, I don't know if I can do this. What if I fail? What if I can't complete it? And he said to me, you'll complete it because it's just what we do. And he was right. It is literally my life is about getting challenged and just completing it. And I don't think even on that day, if I had to walk that finish line instead of on my bike, and it took me 24 hours instead of the six hours that it took me, I would have finished it. And I did finish it. And we get back to the car and I told my husband, pull that scale out. So he pulled the scale out and I stood on it and it said 200 pounds even. I still had not hit that goal. And my husband was like, what, what's the matter? And I was like, I cannot believe this. Like I, I just lost, it was, I think my watch said it was like 5,000 calories and I couldn't even hit the 199.9 goal. I went out with some friends, we all celebrated, we drank beer and ate pizza. And I went home and I stood on the scale again and I was 199.8. I got there. It was amazing. And I was so excited. But guess what? I was not as excited as the tears that I had when I crossed the finish line. And I think that that was the first time I really recognized that physical goals for me were so much more important than weight goals. I had just done something that was out of my comfort zone, that was terrifying. And I cried like a baby and, and being so happy. And then when I hit the weight goal, that was easily just forgotten. And it was so forgotten because I kept going up and down, up and down, another 10 to 15 pounds. I would go up to 210 pounds, and then I would be back to 200, and then I would go back to 215 pounds, and it just continued to go on that way for another year or so. What I learned was that I was more challenge-oriented, that in order for me to hit weight loss goals, I would have to attach them to physical goals, and that's what I've done since then. 
each time I've gotten to a place where I want to be at a certain weight, I then have to give myself a goal. I've now done 100 miles, um, and I'll tell that story uh, eventually. I've also done 5Ks, 10Ks. Um, I've done more physical activity because that enables me to also work on my weight at the same time. Now, everybody's not going to have that same thing. Some people will be very good at setting a goal. I'm going to be 10 pounds lighter by this wedding, by my reunion. And whatever works for you, you should be doing it. But if you're doing something that isn't working for you, maybe try to challenge yourself a different way. Maybe think of weight loss goals a little bit different. Give yourself physical goals. And if it's the other way and the physical goals aren't working, then maybe setting a weight loss goal is your thing. Just wasn't for me. I want to thank you guys again for listening. I also want to give out my gratitude. Today, my gratitude is for my super friends. I have amazing friends in my life. I have those that I've met through my transformation. And I have those I've had since I was 10 years old. And I know that every day they show up for me in every way that they can. I appreciate them. I love them. You all know who you are. You get the texts from me saying, let's go do this, and you're there. You support me at every turn that I make, and I appreciate everything that you do. Don't forget that if you want to reach out to me, you can always reach out to me at Wanda at transforming.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Wanda underscore transforming. You can send me a DM there, follow me. Don't forget I always take episode advice. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Facebook. I'm available everywhere, guys. I hope that you're getting a lot out of this. Thank you so much for listening.